0: Live, learn, grow and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Run Culture Podcast. Episode 2 of the uh, Lockdown 50k Challenge. So I'm wrapped to have uh, Dion, Loco, Finocchario, JD, John Dutton and Apples, Craig Appleby with me again this week. Um I'm not sure who to start with, but I want to go over our weeks. Um the reception to the first episode was pretty amazing, and the feedback and how many people have reached out has been pretty overwhelming. So I might might start with apples and um yeah, apples, how'd you go? Did you get to bed before 12 o'clock and um did you practice turning left?
1: <laughs> uh how are you, mate? Um <laughs> was yes i did get to bed and uh funny you say that because my week will show what happened midway through i'm just bringing up um all right which there we go september 21st drizzle goodness is what i wrote down for that one (laughs) um so that monday morning had a quality it was like eight to nine hours which is as any parent will know it's like glorious moments (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, 16Ks at 423s, and uh, that was a beautiful one up to General and back, and it was just drizzly the whole time, which was a nice change from the Sunday before, um, which was quite, quite hot um, for, for early spring anyway, um, and yeah, it was interesting. I, I mustn't have hydrated well for that Sunday beforehand, because I was cooked for most of the Sunday. And it wasn't until we did the podcast um, that I finally got rid of a headache and was and was feeling somewhat human. So, to do that 16k on a Monday morning was was really good. Um, and then I had a short break and then did another 6k. So total of 22. Um, that was on the Monday and um, the Tuesday. I was I was caring for a friend's daughter so I had my son Patty and her all day and parenting or look, you know looking after them um and then I got out at what's that five o'clock knocked out 14ks at around 4 and I felt garbage I was absolutely um I was toast getting out the first 500 meters my quads my I couldn't even lift my legs I'm like what is going on um and I don't know whether it was residue from um from the Sunday or as I was talking to JD about it, you know, just all day working, not working, sorry, all day, um, parenting. I, I don't know whether it was just waiting for the run that kind of tied me out a bit or who knows, but anyway, I was pretty cooked. So I just kept the, to just over the hour for 14 Ks. Um, and then came into Wednesday. The goal was Wednesday session, Wednesday session, Friday session for this week. Um, But on my striver there, I've got, when in doubt, strided out. So I woke up feeling pretty average that, and for the rest of the day was pretty useless as a human being. So (laughs) I, um, look at that, another one, got out at 5.25 or 5.26. So um, that tells me that I just, A, wasn't motivated, or B, was just really cooked. So um, yeah, got out for what i thought was going to be just half an hour easy jog just to keep the legs ticking over but i ran 15k at 425s in an hour and six so ended up moving quite well after doing about 9k's in 10k's in i, I did some strides just to try and open up and i've heard the, the boys on the inside running podcast and um, and nick earl talk about you know when they've been feeling average just get some strides in and it it wakens you up, and I can attest to that. So after five, the first one was hideous. It was n- probably no faster than a jog anyway, but after five of those, I came good, and um, I felt really nice on the way back and then had motivation for the rest of the evening and was pumped to do a session on the Thursday. And I was like, yeah, I'll get to bed on this at this time, and I'll get up and I'll train. And um, I didn't get to bed till 5.30 a.m. Thursday morning. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just hit, I just had a couple of good nights of sleep, and I'm, for me, when I have a few good nights of sleep, I find it hard to switch off and go to bed. And um, I got hooked into Netflix and binge <laughs> <laughs> oh, watched, two movies and uh, the first season of Cobra Kai. So um, I I pretty much destroyed that day, um, and it was very disappointed in myself but i don't know i think i've just had um i've just had moments where maybe at times it's like you're putting this pressure you know this is coming up to almost 30 years of being in the sport and sometimes i just i don't know get over it not over it but i get sidetracked pretty easily now with life or just with you know relaxing and I have always been one to be able to stay up late really easily, but always one who can't say no, whether it's a packet of lollies or <laughs> watching TV. <laughs> so um, anyway, got my TV fixed for the year um, and woke up. And uh, actually, yes, I had four hours sleep and then went for 7Ks in the morning at 4.30s, which was odd because I thought I would have been absolutely cooked. Um And then in the afternoon, I went out at 5.30, or just before, and did a uh, 30-minute tempo. So that was 19Ks there. Um, And I call it the lasagna 30-minute tempo. I stupidly committed to making a lasagna and um, underestimated how long it was going to take to prep and cook and get it in the oven. And then I thought, I can't leave it for Bianca to finish off because I'll be telling her what to do, and she would be like, ah, stop it. So I... um, cooked it and then went out. And so it was a, a late run, but it was, uh, it was an interesting tempo. It's one I've been doing through Wright's Forest, um, through COVID and um, normally my heart rate sits up around 160, like pretty good tempo heart rate for me. But for this one, it was it was like 130 to 145 max. And my effort wow. though, perceived effort was high. Like I was pushing just to keep things rolling, and and so there's a few things I put it down to. One, the the short sleep. Two, the week that it was, um, and three, have not having done a tempo for a couple of weeks uh, or that specific type of tempo. So anyway, so that that was what 27, uh, 26k for the day, um, and started to feel a bit more back on track, but more motivated to get into that routine again and. Um where are we? Friday. What was that? A lunch run 11:30, 14 14ks or 14 and a bit in 65 minutes at 432s. Um, and then an evening run 7.4k, nice and easy um in 34 minutes. Um that brings us to the weekend. Uh and look, most of my weeks Um, prior to the stage four lockdown were around the 130 to 150 or give or take on the side of that. So I knew I wasn't too far back or too far from getting back into that kind of 150 realm. So I've been trying to hover around the 18 to 22k mark per day, depending on what's happening and managed to do it this week, which was good, even though I had two days of just single easy running. So Saturday. uh, Well, yeah, most of. Melburnians would know the weather came and Friday night was just soggy and um, JD and I um, wanted to do some track work and on our kind of radius is an athletics track Um, so we we decided to meet up at 8 o'clock at Cockatoo Athletics and um, run some laps and I was concerned after Friday night going oh this rain is pretty heavy, the track's going to be flooded. And so I messaged John in the morning. I'm like, oh, are you sure we want to do this? We don't want to do it somewhere else? Um, Little did I know he had already started running to to commute down to the track. So (laughs) anyway, so I headed off, got there. We met at eight and um, the track was flooded. (laughs) There was a river going, uh, you know, a shallow river, but there was a river going across the entire front straight um, for about, you know, 10 meters wide from lane one to lane eight. And, but the rest of the track was it was soggy, but it was better than what it has been. So we had no other choice that was fun. So we decided to do um, our, our track work, our session. And look, we modified the times. We stuck in lane four, five and six and um, changed it from doing 2K efforts. The plan was four by 2Ks with a lap uh, float. And we changed that to four by six minutes with, um, what ended up being 300 meter float. So we were pretty much bang on for all four reps. Um, being an athletics track, you don't know what the GPS is really telling you. We know it, we know we did slower than what the GPS watch was saying, but we got in lanes four, five, say four, five and six. We we got to about the 1700 meter mark in the six minutes, um, and then jogged, ran the last 300 and started again. So it was a 30-minute session. says here at 322s. Um, it was probably, you know, 8.7 Ks in total, um, being out in lane five, four, five, 5 and 6. But, yeah, not too bad. And then I cooled down and I thought I would accompany John on his way back to home. Um, and that meant climbing up a hill for a K and a half. So... Actually, no, it was probably three k's of just uphill, which was um, pretty uh, pretty torturous, actually, because then I turned off. He went towards Jamrock, and I turned off down this mega steep hill that had a nice sharp hill to climb again. So the cool-down was not a cool-down, but I (laughs) took it very easy to make sure. Anyway, that that maxed out my two hours for the day, so that was Saturday. Uh, And then this morning I ran... I ran 30Ks this morning. It's got here 28, but I tacked on the 1.7 to, to finish off, and that was about 2 hours and 8 minutes or something like that, 2 hours and 7 for 30K, um, which gives me about 152, 152 for the week. With um, And we've been talking about this, and it'll be interesting to, to see how this pans out, but with uh, 2,500 metres of climbing in the week, so what relevance that has to a flat 50k on the track we will see we will see and apples with yeah, a, was there
0: you go. Was was a, a week was the knee okay how was the knee yeah the knee held
1: up uh, the knee held up really well I um, with that that lack of motivation oh I'll go back Monday I did gym after the, my first the 16k drizzle run so super motivated dropped some uh, some gym workout and did all that and um, I haven't done gym since so I've got to get back onto that routine. But apart from that, it's held up beautifully in the runs. The first first lap of the tempo after doing, you kind of bomb downhill for 300 metres. It was a little bit twingy, Um, but then from then on, it was fine. And even today, 30K is fine. So it's just strength management. Um, Yeah, better than what it was at the back end of COVID lockdown let's say three weeks ago, so yeah. So I'm happy with how things are going. Um, motivation's increasing and uh, to be able to run with someone on the track yesterday was really nice. So um, even though he kept holding on to lane four and I had to be stuck out in lane
2: four.
1: <laughs> I, won't, I won't hold him on that
2: one.
1: <laughs> you can have it JD, it's all um, yours. <laughs> Cobra Kai, whole, whole Cobra first Kai. season done. Yeah, first season. Oh, and so that's been, I'm, you know, chewing through season two at a much more sensible rate <laughs> to all the kids listening, go to bed earlier. Um, yeah, it's nice. It's bringing back those uh, memories of watching The Karate Kid from the 80s. Not that I watched it in the 80s because I was too young, but um, yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, it's it's a bit corny. It's got a bit of humor, but um, yeah, it's, it's fun and 30-minute episodes are pretty sweet.
0: You know, I've, but, uh, I've been getting one into movie it too. I will say,
1: sorry, Dano, is yeah. um, Enola Holmes. Go and watch that if you like a bit of Sherlock Holmes mystery um, detective work. So that was really beautifully young, crafted movie, that one. So look at that. Lots of things <laughs> I've got. You know, another good about. one,
0: another good one's The Social Dilemma. Have you watched that?
1: Not yet. I've been recommended it. So um, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm Banning Facebook in a second, so. JD, how was your week?
3: Uh, Yeah, evening, fellas. Uh, Good to be back. (laughs) Um, Yeah, really good week, I think. I was really happy with it. Um, So, just bring it up here. All right, Monday morning. um, I titled this one The Sound of Silence. That's because I snuck into Craigstown without him knowing. (laughs) <laughs> so we've got 12k here at four thirty-three. So nothing nothing special about that one. Still quite sluggish Monday morning from I don't know just coming out of lockdown and building up the Ks and trying to get going again. And so 12K in the morning. Got 10K Monday night at 407. So started to feel a bit better Monday evening. And um, so 22 for the day on Monday we got I was lucky I had Monday Tuesday Wednesday off work so I was able to be a bit more flexible of times for training so I was sort of getting out at 7:30 eight o'clock instead of the usual 4:30 five o'clock sort of start time but um, yeah typically I'm going to be probably aiming for Wednesdays and maybe Friday Saturday for my sessions so Tuesday was, just went out for one run on Tuesday. It was 20K at 4.11s, which had a bit of climbing in it. And so got out nice and early, got that done. Um, the weather wasn't too good early on in the week. but um, Quite cold up in. No rain early on, but quite cold. Um, Wednesday I decided I was going to do just some short efforts. Originally it was going to be 15 by one-on-one on, one off but just felt crap out there. So I just cut it to 10 times one minute on one minute off and got sort of what, 5.6 in 20 minutes a 3.36 average. But the pace, I did a 5K time trial a couple of weeks back and averaged 304s. I barely hit 304s for the minute efforts. So it wasn't completely flat, but it was just, just a struggle. And... The good thing is Wednesday night I saw Steve Deneen who's my osteopath, and just got some treatment done on back and hamstrings and things like that. Because with my work, Dane would know this. Um, my back's one of the tightest he's probably ever treated. Yeah, it um,
2: is.
3: <laughs> so w- once that starts tightening up, I just got no sh- no drive through the legs, and I'm just I'm working really hard, just not getting the reward for effort. So so I went and saw him wednesday night and actually left his clinic at nine o'clock so i had an hour drive home after curfew and which was nerve-wracking because he's like just just explain you had an appointment it's all fine but driving home didn't see more than probably 10 cars on the road like (laughs) i've got something to to do if i get pulled over here But, but um the next day i was working again i was working down the bass coast um So, real early start. So, I got out, got down to one faggy and started my run just before 6.30. So, left home just before 5.00 and ran 7.5K, 359s and actually felt really good. So, the treatment really helped and felt like I was just starting to see some benefit from extra training now instead of just dragging the legs day after day like I've been doing. So, did that and the plan was to just do a steady 16k like 10 mile after work um just gonna go by by feel there was no pace set to it so got out at 3 30 and started running felt stiff legs were stiff and tired and wasn't expecting much from it but got going and uh, if you ever run out there it's The Bass Coast Rail Trail, it's a beautiful spot, but you heading out from One faggy, it was a headwind, and you feel like you're going uphill the whole way. So I decided once I get to halfway and turn around, I've got to go faster on the way back. It's going to be downhill. It's going to be a tailwind. Perfect. Which I did that. I ended up 15 seconds a K faster on the way back and did 10 mile in an average 330s for the whole thing. Um, and then realised afterwards that it was actually uphill for the second half. So I've negative split and gone uphill. So it just shows it's mental a lot of the time. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I was really wrapped with that run and knew that uh, the rain was coming the next day. So I had to brace myself for some unpleasant running. So um, next morning, so what's that, Friday morning, got out at 5.01 a.m. when apples was probably just going to bed and, <laughs> and did 6.2k 331s um, just rolled the legs over um, felt alright um, wasn't too bad considering the effort I put in the day before and and then checking the weather all day saying the snow was down to 600 metres and it was going to be miserable and wasn't really looking forward to getting out in that crappy weather but Still managed to get out and do 18K uh, over some rolling hills that night at uh, 4.12. So another quite good run, I thought. So um, really happy with the week up until that point And, and I planned to meet Apples the next morning for some track work. So we're hey, on GD. and r in about. What...
1: Yeah, mate. Sorry, mate. Did you wear gloves on that Friday afternoon run?
3: I did, I did. You did? I wore, um, so I had a long sleeve on and a singlet, I had a beanie and heavy gloves, and I still nearly froze to death. So yeah. It was bitterly
1: like, ice cold up in it, the hills. I don't know wild. what it was like for you guys, but
3: what? I, I checked the weather before I left, and it's had the temperature at 2, and feels like minus 1. So... And I ran 18K and it didn't stop raining the whole time. And yeah, I got back and I couldn't really move my arms and wrists. I tried to shake them out as I was running and my wrist, the joint in my wrist on my left hand had swollen up, obviously of the cold and wedding rings on my left hand and all that. So hands are all swollen up. So it was a horrible decision, but definitely glad that I got out and got something done. So... Because I, I knew the next day might have been pleasant either. Yeah.
1: How'd you go taking your shoes <laughs> off? <laughs> I, have you guys had I that? What hate you
3: like? I hate did that. Not, <laughs> did not take my shoes off. Belinda took my shoes off. <laughs> 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 Lucky man. The shoes that I like wearing at the moment, they've come up with, they're like a spaghetti sort of uh, shoelace. So you go to untie them cold hands it just ends up in knots and i couldn't get them off anyway so
1: <laughs> couldn't <laughs> just, use your strong hand <laughs> 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 oh, don't i i feel your pain i was out in that
3: same time oh.
0: how was having yeah, a shower yeah. after like i hate you, did you get that burning sort of ha- hand yeah.
3: feeling oh it, you go to get in the shower and just uh, like daggers into the skin. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. But, hey, I survived it.
0: We were fine. Fella. We were fine down. Oh, I mean, it was a little bit cold, but I reckon I was in a t-shirt. Oh wow! <laughs> it
3: was <probably> sunny. <laughs> 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 oh. uh, I was. I was. I was just, you know, having a
2: hot chocolate. I was <laughs> like imagining those guys out running. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. on the inside and. I just gotten back from a run and I was very very much job knowing that you were out there and I wasn't. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> to to make it worse,
3: <laughs> to make to make it worse because snow was down to six hundred. They were saying, I'm like, well, I might just try and climb to that and see if there's any snow out there. And that's a terrible idea in that sort of temperature. It's just, I'm not going to do that again. So. I just, might not make it to the start line if I keep that up. So, we'll, we'll move on, I think. So, uh, where are we? All right. Um, Saturday. So, yeah, I was going to meet up with Apples. And as he said earlier, that he messaged me, but I already left home. So, warm-up for me was 7.4K at four oh sevens, Because we said 8 o'clock and I thought, well, I don't want to be late. So... I, I hammered it down the downhills and I get there and Apples wasn't there. Where are you, Apples? I <laughs> was a few
1: minutes like wondering, where are you? But, uh, yeah, you didn't rock up in your car as I expected. So <laughs> So <laughs> to my, um, amusement, you were very easy to spot. Very yes, easy yes. to spot. Yeah. I had,
2: For those
1: um, who don't know, bright yellow, knee
3: high socks. Um oh, the, the <laughs> Brooks. Yes, Brooks knee high yellow socks and I was still thawing out from Friday night's run, I think, so
2: <laughs> You planning on doing tryout on soon. Yeah, don't <laughs> i <mean.
3: laughs> uh, Are you a local legend yet, JD? Uh yes. Yes, uh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will be in Cockatoo soon too, I reckon. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: where are we? Um, yeah, so as planned, we, we were going to do 4 by 2 k on the track and we weren't overly shocked when we saw that the track was underwater, um, from river to really soggy around the bends, which we didn't, we didn't want to push the pace more than we had to either. Because um, there's no point getting injured now, and get, getting a solid session in and doing some laps was the goal. So, and we ticked that off pretty well, I think. So, as Craig said, you can't really trust the pace that we ran. It's probably out a bit, but at the same time, the track was underwater. So, it's probably going to even out roughly to what we run, I think. And um, what
1: shoes were you in, JD?
3: I was in the Brooks Hyperion Elite, which were very spongy in an underwater track. So, uh, carbon plated shoes don't do a lot when it's underwater. <laughs> to be yeah, honest.
1: did you feel like? Did you? Was it noticeable? Um, for those, I was in the uh, Zoom Streak Sixes, so a traditional, an old, older traditional track or racing flat. And you were in the um, one of the super shoes. So how? Yeah, how'd you notice,
3: or what did you notice when you were running around? It was it was even more spongier than what they are, which it, it probably made it a little unstable, to be honest. I probably could have gone for a, a heavier flat, um, more of an old-school flat like you did. Um, but Yeah, it was fine, but if we tried to go any faster, it probably wouldn't have been too crash hot because, as you know, the the grip underneath these super shoes aren't expansive so we don't we don't have a lot of grip at the best of times so it's um it was interesting it was i haven't done a track session like that before on a grass track so it was um yeah hopefully it's dry next time we head out there
1: yeah well you held up really well too as in like we were running together no one was cursing that they were slipping out or losing traction so that was that was a positive really i mean The grass was a bit thicker too in the outside lanes, um, with less traffic being out there. But um, yeah, as uh, so the main the main issue we were concerned about were over stressing the hamstrings by um, that spinning cycle. So it's good to hear that you're yeah you
3: pulled up well from that. So. Yeah, and that was the thing I, we discussed halfway through the session that maybe we cut it to three reps because we we don't feel like we're working harder, but our bodies probably are, and the recovery would have been longer than we had planned for because um, just because the, yeah, the slipping and in each lap. Um, but now we got through and was it, 8.8k through 24s. I got so I. You would have run a little bit further because you're in lane six the whole time but yeah, that's right
0: man <laughs> guys where, where's your closest um real track like
1: uh rubber track
3: uh, Berwick, Berwick, Knox.
1: nox how far is
0: yeah, that
3: away
1: Knox, I, reckon. I think for both of us it's probably pretty much in the same distance from the Berwick track oh i'm probably a little bit closer. it's probably 20 20 something k's um, yeah so
3: yeah, we're so, hanging we, out yeah. for radiuses to extend. We, we did discuss if they'd um, hopefully extended the radius to like 20, 25k from our house and we could yeah. go to the truck, but <laughs> yeah. not today. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, then obviously did a cool down, which was all uphill back home. So uh, Apple's stupidly decided to run half it with me and... I finished with 7.4K with 228 metres of climbing just for the cool down. So it just shows <laughs> how easy it is to find some hills where we live. And um, so, yeah, I was I was in no rush to get out today for the long run. I didn't start until 25 to 11 this morning. Um, just to give the body the extra couple of hours after that session and The the plan last night was to get out for an extra five or six K because I'd seen Dion had done that. So he's stuck in his Ks at the end of the week. And took one look outside and was still raining. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing this again. It rained halfway through the track session. Friday was miserable. I'm like, no, there's no need. I'm I'm staying inside. So, so yeah, really good long run today. Um, Yeah, felt really good out there and took on some different trails today as well so might have just uh crept out of the 5k radius a couple of times but it was um it was a good morning so i i relished it uh ended up with 30.35k in two hours and two minutes with 585 meters of climbing so so, um more than dion did for his week (laughs) 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 but um so for the week, I got 157.7K with 2,275 metres of climbing, which it's the most climbing I've done in a week. And it's my biggest training week for 18 months. Um, and I'm surprised. I feel really good. It, it's good knowing that I'm back to those sort of numbers, actually. So it's it's been a while. I'm, I now know that I can still do it and the body feels good doing it. Yeah.
0: So you're going to have weekly treatments with, with Steve? It. Like, you're going to keep booking him uh, with Steve?
3: Yeah, probably every two to four weeks I'll probably see him um, just because he's over in Doncaster, so it's an hour drive each way now. So, But, um, but yeah, it's a little bit of treatment goes a long way with, with me, I find. So just loosen the back up and I'm right to go again. So, so yeah, pretty happy with that. Are you,
1: JD, planning <clears throat> any down weeks um, within within the month? You know, like um, two week, on, week down, stuff like that?
3: At the moment, and I said to you, to you yesterday, the plan is the next couple of weeks, I just want to get the body to start absorbing the training a bit. So I'm not going to plan anything special training-wise. I just give myself time to adjust to stepping the case up because I've had an inconsistent year with sort of injury early on and motivation and things at times during lockdown. So it's just give the body a couple of weeks and then push on from there, I think. But over the last six to eight weeks before race day, I'll be having a couple of down weeks in there. Nice. Yeah, yeah good. good idea.
1: Especially with the back to work, moving house, um, running in a different location too, like all those factors
3: play a big Yeah, out. well, let's see. Well, I start back full-time work as of tomorrow, I think. So it's going to be a, another new element in there. So um, just got to roll, for it, I guess.
0: Nice, mate. That was a good week. Uh, Dion, how was your week?
2: Um, yeah, week was all right. Um, I, like, I, I started off um, Monday pretty fatigued, I guess, after the Sunday, because um, that was my first 30K run in, like, six weeks, which is actually, like, the first time in eight years that I've gone that long without a 30K run. Um, so, yeah, Monday, just did, uh, oh, normally I like to do, like, my easy runs are, like, an hour. But I just did um Monday morning, I just did k at 437s, just doing laps around Elston Park, which is about one and a half K. So I've been doing heaps of loops around there. Um felt alright, um, but obviously just trying to take it a bit easier. And then I um in the afternoon on Monday, I just did 8k at 416s, um and felt alright. Um I think it was a nice day, so um yeah, went around along the beach a bit of that and Tuesday um, I think it was pretty windy so it was and I don't have access to like a closed road circuit or um, or track or anything like that I've got a um, like grass footy oval at the um, Elston McAmateurs Footy Club so that's like a pretty well looked after ground and I just did my, um, my session there which was a, uh, like a 3k um, at 310s And then I had a um, three-minute recovery, which just pretty cruisy, just even walked part of that. And then five by 400s at about about 68, Um, so 250 kind of pace. And then a 1K jog and 2K, what I do? 604, so three oh two for the 2K. Um, And that was an 18K run at 355s. So that was a good session because it was pretty windy and I felt a bit average, but um, I don't know, maybe the oval was a little bit generous, but um, the paces were really good and I, you know, um, I was happy to, you know, get through that. And in the afternoon, I just got done another 7K at 4.32s. Um Yeah, it's still pretty windy. So trying to just hide from the wind and just ran away around the Elseling Park again. Uh, Wednesday, I ran with, um, you know, a friend of, you know, the the show, uh, Mark Gergs. We just went for a. He's just getting back from a bit of an injury, so um, he. We ran six k together, and then I just carried on after after the thirty minute and sixteen k at sixteen point four k at four sixteen, sort of finishing off pretty solidly. You know, like four minutes for the last few k's, and yeah, it was feeling pretty good. Um, Still a little bit windy um, and then on the afternoon I went out for a, another 8k at 4.25 still feeling all right but probably um, getting a little bit fatigued or I guess just absorbing all of the runs from the week prior as well and then um, Thursday I was sort of hoping to pop or you know, push this workout out to Friday because um, Thursdays I've been working in a kitchen every Thursday and it's in knots. So I generally get pretty tired by the end of those Thursdays and and then in the afternoons, without question, I'm not gonna go for a run after, after there. My legs are just generally pretty tired, but um, looking at the forecast for, for Friday, I'm pretty wet. So I ended up doing my workout on Thursday and that was, um, it was two by 15 minutes, um, so felt pretty crap though. So, um, it was a bit of a forced session, but, um, yeah, the 15 minutes with the first five was at 3.23s and then 3.15s for five minutes, then 3.09s for five minutes. Um, then I had a four minute jog at 4.23s. Then the next 15 minutes was five minutes, 3.18s, five minutes at 3.14s, and then five minutes at 3.13s. But that was a real battle. Like I felt like I was probably running closer to three-minute K pace in terms of effort for that three-minute thirteenth. So that was pretty tough run, and I didn't really have a headwind to complain about. If anything, maybe a tailwind. So I was probably just a bit tired. Um, and then that was 19K at 3:47s, all up, including warm up and cool down. Loco, did then, you?
1: Did you find that you just couldn't change the gear and step it up? Um,
2: I felt like, yeah, I felt like my legs are pretty tired. But I think, yeah, I think, it was more so the legs than anything. Um, like lungs felt alright, but yeah, legs are just sort of um, a bit fatigued and just just didn't have that extra, yeah, gear like you sort of mentioned to to try and push it. And you know. I, I wanted to put effort in, but I didn't want to try and, you know, I could have pushed a little bit more if I had to, but, um, being mindful that, um, adding a bit of extra volume in and still keeping quality, um, you know, it, it, it does bring some risks, uh, with it. So I, I did, you know, I wanted to finish slightly quicker than the second rep, but I, you know, I didn't want to like force, um, anything too fast five o'clock or so. So um, yeah, cause then I would drive there and I would drive back um, and then all day just standing up working around cooking and stuff. Um, I was pretty fatigued. So I just um, had the afternoon off, which I have tried to be in plan the Thursday afternoons to have off. Um, and then what did I do? Actually, I did go out for 8K that afternoon. <laughs> um, at 4.27s. Again, it was pretty windy, so I just kept it pretty crazy. It was uh, 4.27s for 8.2k. Um, Friday was... Oh no, sorry. I didn't run on Thursday afternoon. That was Friday afternoon, 8k at 4.27s. But um, Friday morning, I did uh, 13.2k at 4.25s. And I actually felt Not too bad. Um, I I really just tried to get a a decent sleep and just put my legs up when I got home. So that was feeling pretty good. Um, And yeah, Friday was a funny day because we had such bizarre weather. It was raining and sunny for five minutes and then raining and it was really cold. Um, I was lucky in the afternoon when I did my 8 K that I picked like a really good window and I missed the rain as soon as I finished, it started drizzling. So um, yeah, I was pretty lucky to miss out on that. And then Saturday, it was just a nice run. I just did laps around Elsonwick Park. Park. Um, 10 laps around the park. It was 16K or 16.1, 10 miles. And it was just one of those runs. And I, I started off like, started off really comfortable, conservative, um, pretty, basic like try to keep a low heart rate and then just kept jogging and there was like lots of puddles and stuff so I was just really just you know weaving in everything through all the the gravel and the uh the puddles and things like that and getting a little bit muddy on on my legs and it was just a really enjoyable run there was not many people out um and I just sort of got rolling and finished you know um under four minute k's by the end yeah I really enjoyed that run and I felt a bit of confidence by the end that you know um tolerating the load as well so um for me like i generally can tolerate a good amount of of mileage but um obviously having not done it for a while it's just a bit different so i was really happy to get through that and then i just did half an hour in the afternoon and it was 7k at 4 and yeah that was pretty decent afternoon like it was great weather, but um, yeah, enjoyed that. Let's see, um, um, what's the little beer situation there? It's a non-alcoholic beer, it's um, it's actually a really good beer, so I've been having, um, tr- I've been trying these out for a few months now and um, even through like the development stages and things like that, so um, yeah. Um, zero plus sports beer it's it's got like electrolytes magnesium um so it's really good for like a recovery and um, you know they've worked with um, you know dietitians and things like that um in de- like and also the brewers as well to develop the recipe and yeah it's actually a really good beer so um, yeah like I, I had um, a beer on Thursday the week before and yeah and then went out for my run afterwards and you know it felt felt pretty fine and it's, it's actually a really easy beer to drink so race day um, hydration yeah all we could do is have, yeah a bmi with it or something <laughs> 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 uh, that could be like you know the week or two after the race or something like if um Remember how we did that Canberra Marathon and then we called it for the run the week after? Yep. We could do something like that with beer and have like a celebratory run or something like that. <laughs> Might be a celebratory walk.
1: Yeah.
2: All oh, nursing store <laughs> ITVs. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, Loco, those beers are only on um, the website. Is that
2: right? On- yeah, they're not in the stores, but on the website. Um Yeah, but yeah, they're awesome, so you go check it out, Um, I think I've put a link onto my Instagram and stuff like that, and there's a code that you can use on there as well. Dion's Dion. Yeah, bit of a discount on that, Um, so yeah, it's it's a a good, really good drink, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, and, oh, so Sunday today, I caught up with, um, old mate Dave Ridley. He's been, um, having a bit of a quiet spell on struggle recently, but, um, <laughs> um, we caught up for two hours and we just, just chatting, um, went out, um, so he sort of ran towards me and I ran towards him <coughs> and by about four and a bit K, four and a bit K, I met up and then ran south. Um, into the headwind it was pretty um pretty strong wind today and you know we're sort of doing a decent pace but um you know nothing too you know traveling maybe like four minutes kind of stuff um and then we turned and um you know i asked, asked him about the share market and he just, he just like went off his um you know off his trolley just giving me all all this tips and advice and we were starting like rolling 350s and um yeah we felt and like we didn't even look at our watches once and none of us have like our auto lats going off so we just didn't have any idea um how far we'd gone or the pace and and then i looked down um i was about five or six k's away from home and then i looked down at my watch like oh i've got to go um so I got 33k in two hours and a bit of change um, at 357s. And um, the last 6k was into the headwind, and that was pretty tough. Um, Just lungs felt good. I wanted to go faster, but, um, yeah, I just kept the the lid on it and rolled through still around the 350s to finish. And um, for me, that was 164ks for the week and probably my biggest in 12 14 weeks. Um, probably since I did that hundred K run that I did. Um, and a mighty five hundred and sixty six meters of elevation.
0: <laughs> is
2: is Ridley on Zoom shares? Uh no no no, no he's on a, he's on on heaps of US stuff, but probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably on Zoom.
3: Hey, hey Dion. were you wearing a chest heart rate or is that off your wrist? Chest you were pushing
2: <laughs> oh not, too, not that much like average heart rate under 150 that's pretty solid
3: <laughs>
2: yeah anything around four minute pace for me is around 150 there's definitely um the last 6k must have been a fierce headwind <laughs> 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 Yeah, went from one hundred and fifty to one hundred and sixty pretty quickly. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's funny um, you mentioned that because since feeling average at the start of this week, I've been wearing the the chest strap um, and to make sure I was actually getting some accurate heart rate data. And I don't know whether it was um, a early morning or the cold, um, partly running downhill. But yeah, this morning I yeah like i i my average was like 130 or 125 for the two and a bit hours and um and that was even going up hills it only got up to like that one oh. 140s and i don't know whether yeah and I, I i look at that and go i'm moving like my perceived effort is a lot higher or is slightly higher than what my heart rate's showing so i wonder whether that's like a um Musculoskeletal shift, like I need to Pretty low, including the area hills. up
2: over. Sorry, mate. pretty low break, including the hills, like for two hours. That's,
1: yeah, I reckon yeah. you've got a problem. <laughs> it I know that's why I was curious and went after hearing yours um, when you're, you know, what, 90, 90 meters of elevation in 33 Ks. Um, it's, oh no, anyway, it's something I'm going to track, but it's just interesting if you've had that where your heart rate's a bit lower than what your perceived effort is, I guess.
3: I I had that today too, Apples, but I had the wrist heart rate, so I'm not going to trust it. It's saying I averaged yep. 126.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, off the wrist is They're anywhere shocking. from 230 to Yeah, <laughs> 80,
3: 89. yeah. I, I think it's lower. Yeah. <laughs>
1: A nice week loco are you where are you looking at um your trajectory i guess for training are you looking at doing um typical loco weeks where you get quite up towards the 200 or are you um just being a bit more conservative this time around
2: i don't think i'll get up to 200 i feel like it'll be cramming a lot into not a lot of i guess weeks um and i'd rather be like five percent under than five percent overdone and you know get a problem before the race um and given that our time restraints i don't really have that opportunity to go for four hour runs or anything like that so um yeah my options are sort of you know keeping me within the realm of you know that you know 180 will be you know a pretty good week and you know I don't I don't see getting above 200 if I'm because that would be nearly 30 k's every day within two hours so it'll be <laughs> be a, a challenge and I don't want to like do you know 30 k to you know for two hours on a Monday or a Friday or
0: yeah no, very smart very wise um but yeah you're sounding very fit um a few of those sessions um yeah I'll rattle through my week. Um, I did as
1: long as you need. (laughs) Take as long as you need. Don't uh, don't try and rush through this one.
0: (laughs) I did 149 k's for the week. I did three sessions: um, Tuesday, Thursday, and today. Um, I did three doubles. Um, I started the week on Monday, did 70 minutes easy, just um, at my usual stomping ground. So I always go to Langwaran Flora and Fauna Reserve on a Monday, and I always do 70 minutes, just really slow, 456s, and it's always just the recovery run from the weekend, and I really enjoy that run. So um, I think listeners will start to see a pattern in my week. Um, it's... There's there's a few runs that are very similar um, On Tuesday, I woke up pretty early and did um, a session at the local aft track So I'm pretty fortunate. I've got two rubber tracks pretty close to home. So this track um, is only 378 meters though, so it's uh, pretty favorable. It's at Frankston high school so it's actually five minute jog from my house and um, I did a twenty-minute warm-up and then I did a quarters session. So, for listeners that not sure of what that session is, it was four hundred. Well, it was three hundred and seventy-eight meters solid, and then I would uh, jog half a lap, float, and I did that eight times. Uh, so I, I ended up getting a pretty favorable uh, split. I did fourteen uh, fifty-one, but it was it was short. But I got. I got what I wanted out of it. I just wanted a, an easier workout. I kind, I recover really well from that session, and and I think it's sort of that low risk, high benefit kind of session. Um, so I don't mind doing that just for some leg turnover, and uh, I normally can recover pretty well for a Thursday session from that session. So then, in the afternoon, I ran with my dog Remy around the block. So. On Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays, uh, I normally do a double double run uh, with my dog just around the block and um, enjoy this one. I just go out as slow as I want and uh, you'll find that a lot of my, my easy runs are a lot slower than you guys um, and half of it's because i got a sore Achilles all the time um, and then the other half is um, uh, when I'm not doing a session, I just really try to enjoy the run and, and I use it as... A good good time to just get away from work and um, relax and so Tuesday afternoon I ran 5.14 per K around the block with my dog and then Wednesday uh, another really slow run I went back to the Langwarrin Flora and Fauna reserve so I'm pretty fortunate to have that reserve um, really close to my house I've got that reserve and another reserve um, the Frankson Reservoir uh, which you lot have all run on uh, we did that a few months ago, which was pretty fun um, So I just did 90 minutes at Langwarren at 528 per K um, And then I actually um, straight after that I interviewed Sam Parsons um, From Tin Man Elite. So that, that was um, really fun and having a chat with him and then it was off to work And I had a pretty hectic day um, I think I saw 15 people and that was pretty full-on um, Thursday Uh, working from home again so I was able to get out in the morning um, to the other AFS track that's pretty close to my place I had planned where I would do a medium long run where I worked the last 30 minutes at goal 50k pace so I ran 60 minutes at Ballum Park just around the ovals just really slow and then the last 30 minutes, I jumped on the track and just practiced uh, turning left at 328 per K, and felt okay, um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was harder than I wanted, um, but I'm, I'm not sure if that was just because it's early in the training block, or because it was just one of those days um, that you get with just training um, solo. And then in the afternoon, 35 minutes easy with Remy around the block, uh, 5.03s. Friday, 60 minutes easy at 4.51 per K, just at Langwarren Flora and Fauna Reserve. On Saturday, uh, I ended up, because I've been um, recording the strength and conditioning, uh, the strength and conditioning course uh, online, and I'm up to week 27, so this is my 27th week. And so it it takes about, it takes a good three hours to do. So the good thing is that it makes me do my strength and conditioning. So I did that in the morning and I jogged 60 minutes easy at Langwarren again at 443 per K. So that's a bit quicker. So I was was obviously feeling quite good after the strength training. And then 35 minutes easy with my dog Remy in the afternoon. Um, And just a cruisy day with Jess at home, which was good. Uh, we ended up cleaning up the shed, which was um, in desperate need to to be cleaned up so that was good to get that checked off and then today was um, a, a Pretty um, Complicated run to remember in my head. I actually got inspired by um, Brett Robinson um, From the Melbourne Track Club. I've seen him do something somewhat similar and so I planned to I did 50 minutes on my treadmill which I've been using a fair bit over lockdown and I did 50 minutes on the treadmill um, at Just uh, it's it's a really small treadmill So I'm a bit too like it's really wobbly and um, I can only really go at five minutes per K um, Otherwise I feel like I'm gonna fall off and then I did ten minutes easy to the Frankston high school track um, and Then I did ten by one minute on one minute off, um, which was really good because uh, so I'm, I'm 60 to 70 minutes into the run and that just sort of got me used to going a bit harder. It was almost like run throughs. Then I jogged for five minutes easy around the block and I went back to Frankston High School and, and did 5Ks at 50K pace or at goal 50K pace around the 378 meter track. The funny thing about this track is it's um, got hills in it. It's, it's shaped like a Pentagon. Um, so it's, it's pretty unusual, but I'm quite fond of it. Um, and then I jogged 10 Ks easy, um, along Peninsula link to the other track that's close to my house. And I ran at Ballon Park and, um, I did three Ks hard at 50 K pace. Um, so it ended up being a 37 K long run. Um, and yeah, I was out there for. Yeah, two hours 50 and uh, the first 50 was on the treadmill the last two hours was outside and um, I had a good sort of 10 k's hard at the back end deep into the run and uh, a lot of laps of the track so it was a good specific session for what we've got coming up Um, so
2: yeah that was my week it's a really good week Um, I'm really interested with that Um, run from today like those one minute on one minute off like by the end you were around that three minute or just under pace yeah um for the one minutes and then that 5k at three minute 22s um not quite 28s but um you know it looks like you're in good shape
0: oh that do you know what it's um pretty favorable around that track and my watch was on the outside hand um so I don't know. I I think the effort, the effort felt like 50 K pace, um, like the 328s that we need, um, for the five K. And then my Achilles took a bit to get going in those one minute. So I think I started at about three thirties, um, and then, yeah, got, got down by the end of it. Uh, it was warmed up by the end of it. So it was almost, that's why it was really good for me to do that. So that, that's what I was saying. Like, it felt like some run throughs and then, once I'd done that, jogged around the, the block for a five, five minutes and then got into 5Ks and, and then jogged for another 10Ks after that and, and did another 3Ks. I actually had 5Ks planned for that that last little bit, um, but I was actually starting to get pretty cooked, actually, towards the end um, and pretty heavy-legged. So it was plenty at this point.
1: Yeah. How are you finding that three times on the track this week how you, how's your body handling
0: it? Yeah, yeah actually um with my achilles it, i really like firm surfaces um yep. so uh i don't know i think it's the way i run i actually don't mind the track like i actually feel better on the track um uh well yeah so i, I can um over the last few years i've coped with jumping on the track a fair bit um yeah and and managed to not end up on si- on the sidelines um so yeah i felt all right uh, i felt i feel fine like it works all right for
1: me nice that is very nice two tracks two synthetic tracks yeah. within your radius jealous i am you <laughs> couldn't handle pocket too i reckon <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it so...
2: <laughs>
0: there's definitely not much climbing in my week
1: <laughs> <laughs> well let's see we're doing a flat 50k so uh think for jd and i it's it's all about trying to find ways to make it flatter and faster is 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 our probably focus more so than hilly so
3: and and we discussed this yesterday too we're probably going to come out of this 50k four different ways so it's going to be interesting to see which is the right way hopefully they're all the right way not all the wrong way
0: (laughs) yeah yeah now that's that's the interesting part and i think that's why it's good going through each week um yeah just detailing each week because you can sort of see okay like i don't know just the journey Yeah. um we've got a few other things that i wanted to just quickly go over um dion you, you were great um this week you you followed up um uh, with uh aura um about just what we have to do in terms to certify to You know just in case one of us does make it make the record and, and does the record. So yeah, where are you at with that? What's the progress?
2: Yeah, I've um, so I've chatted with or and just you know email correspondence. but um, yeah, they've sent through some um, some links to a few um, websites and where there's like some good information with the aims website uh, and also um, you know, if we, if we were to get a, a course um, or like a track, for example, um, as long as we choose a track that is a certified track, that would make our, I guess, record attempt eligible. Um, but I, I do just want to double check and clarify that um, we, if we need somebody present to witness that as well, whether it's a timekeeper or an AV official or something like that. But, yeah, Aura's been pretty good so far. Um, and they're sending me some more information throughout this week to come um, for things that we might need to consider for the race. Um, you know, whether or not we need participants or, you know, if we or if we all need to finish. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that you can't just have one person finish. Um, I don't think that sort of stuff... Um, but, yeah, I think from when Josh Harris did his, he had to have a few people involved in his record attempt as well. So, yeah, just want to make sure that um, we've got our um, numbers covered just so that we're not blindsided by, you know, something at the last minute and, you know, need to recruit somebody who, you know, could have could have actually joined us um, fit, fitter than what they are. But, um, yeah, or... Uh, um, they're going to be sending some more stuff throughout the week. And I've con- contacted uh, Dave Kundi from Ames or he's got his own marketing agency, Kundi um, Sports Marketing. And he is a, a really um, well-regarded course measurer in Australia. Um, and hopefully he can give a bit more certainty with clarification on what we need for that. So yeah, that, that's looking promising. Um, and then yeah, we've obviously had a few discussions with a few other tracks. Um, you know, you've had with um, Box Hill and mentone. So yeah, there's a few a few things that we've worked on that are, are, are already you know looking promising. If we can if we can you know sort of knock out everything and then if we can focus on the training from there, you know that's. A lot less that we have to consider knowing that we've got something waiting for us we just do the training and rock up. yeah
0: uh, i contact i reached out to sean whip who works with athletics victoria as well um and he given the COVID restrictions he couldn't really say anything yet like whether we needed to or uh, whether we could hire mm-hmm. an official um for the for the meet but yeah you made a good point like maybe reaching out to josh harris i might look i'll reach out to him during the week because. Given that he's been through um, that 30k record attempt, it'd be interesting to see what he had to do for that. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, I remember they asked me to to join him for the for the run for the attempt in Tassie because um, he needed a certain amount of people to do it. It's generally, but, um, the, generally three finishes. You need like you need a
1: podium finished um, for it to be eligible, but. That that's what my understanding was that you needed three finishes, but um, yeah.
2: yeah,
1: with four of us, it's you know it's seventy-five percent of us have to have a pretty good day. So <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> yeah, and have to rock up to the start line ready to go too. That's the other thing. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: I'll finish it even if I'm way off. I'll I'll make sure I finish it for whoever's um,
2: on track.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: hundred percent. Well, hopefully we all break it, but I just break it before all of you do.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the banter continues. Um, right on. Yes, yeah, so that was that were my words. You just stole them. Um, <laughs> we've we've had uh, Jeff from Jeff Wright from Knox has reached out as well, um, and the guys there. So we've got we've had support from quite a few clubs and and tracks, I guess reaching out after a week which is absolutely um fantastic and also support from the online or from social media from people putting in thoughts and uh questions into our head about shoes and um yeah other areas with with regards to tracks and, and people being involved so thank you to those people out there um do we want to talk shoes
3: yeah yeah um probably should
1: yeah (laughs) um so we uh i guess we're we're like it was brought to our attention that we misread the information yeah am i clear on that yeah and that the first of december is the field events ruling and that the track events ruling for any event 800 meters up um was on the 28th of july so uh, so that means any super shoe that we would like to use um, will not be eligible for for a record attempt or for anything that wants to be um, verified by World Athletics,
3: correct? Yeah. So, yeah, we're just going to clarify that because what did it say? 800 metres and above, which does that mean 50K or does it not? We're not sure.
2: Yeah. And given that there's, you know, the marathon ruling with, you know, under 40 mil size shoes, you'd sort of hope that we'd be eligible to wear those shoes, like our super shoes for it. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I just couldn't imagine doing a, you know, a 12, 24, 48 hour track race needing to have a shoe that is under 25 mil or less. Um, so yeah, I've reached out to the, <clears throat> the international um, ultramarathon association the iau um, and aura just to and i've contacted um, tim crosby and sean we can that would be and they were really helpful giving us some uh, tips on the shoe ruling and and also just um you know they've suggested contacting iau and things like that um but yeah their understanding is that the the shoe has to be under twenty five mil or under for anything above eight hundred meters, but they also might think, think that uh, it might have just been like an oversight and not have considered ultras in a way. So, um, yeah, s- s- seeked out that extra clarification just to make sure that you know we can because obviously like a couple of us have got sponsors and tied to shoes like i I've got Hocker and. You know, John with uh, Brooks, like we are—we uh, all want to be able to give our best without having shoes become, a, you know, a talking point of you know our run, whether or we succeed or not. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can get some clarification by this time next week. And you might have to wear thongs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um clap uh, on
0: on pacing um i reached out to clary because that was one of the moving parts from last week and he's out um uh coach steve Deneen's um uh put a line through it so he's out but um dion you clint perrett reached out to you that he might be interested and he's um, a pretty pretty handy handy runner from the past
2: yeah he's pretty handy um you know 63 half marathon and sub 29 10k but um yeah he's uh, i've chat with clint pretty regularly and um yeah he'd, he'd love to to jump in for a part of it um yeah he's happy to be involved in and do some pacing you know um hopefully just doesn't run off by the end <laughs> <laughs>
3: Pacers can't finish. That's our one rule.
1: <laughs> it'd be awesome if we had uh, if we had Clint's duties on the day. Um, yeah, I remember racing him as a junior, and he was a champ. And uh, it would be nice nice to I don't know nice to see his face again, actually. But um, with have uh, yeah, like it'll be interesting how we go down that road. Um, but back on the shoe thing, maybe. If we're stuck with shoes, we might just have to really look a bit harder for
3: track change. Ooh, get onto a road course. (laughs) Yeah, that's still got to be an option at the back of our minds, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I was thinking that. We'll we'll pencil that for next week. Another moving part. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, Another moving part. Uh, I reached out to the Runner Chat boys and, um, yep, they're excited and keen, so um obviously um yeah we'll, we'll try to keep them in the loop um so that'd be great to have them down um uh because you know they could MC and 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 create create a bit of a buzz about the event and i've also had um a good friend of mine um from down this way Frankston, tim bowman um he reached out to me and he's a handy photographer actually and um he, he, he's keen to get involved with um hopefully live streaming the event and, uh, filming on the day, uh, and potentially, um, yeah, yeah. Helping out there. So, um, and then the other That's thing, awesome. yeah, had a few, few friends and, um, reach out about volunteering for lap keeping and, and various jobs on the day. So, um, yeah, the, like, like you said before, apples, the, um, uh, the amount of people reaching out has been, um, yeah, quite amazing.
1: Yeah, it certainly has um and obviously we we appreciate that greatly and and hopefully um hopefully hopefully it just comes to fruition and we can uh we can create that that event and, and something that happens before christmas
0: <laughs>
1: that's it 2021 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i noticed we're looking at the timing and we are in I guess trying to in- keep with the unofficial world champs, Dano. What is uh, what are your thoughts on that at the moment? Oh, I'm with... I'm easy.
0: Like um, I know um, the unofficial world champs. Uh, so Ty- Tyler Andrews had has written down that the official start time would be, I'm pretty sure, 9 p.m. on Saturday. Um, uh, but i i haven't reached out to him yet i'm sure he'd be open for or easy if we did it sunday morning um especially this that time of the year that end of november there's that chance that it could be quite hot and humid um yeah, yeah so doing it sunday morning because um, it's 50k and you know because we do want to try to go close to that record then conditions should be the main priority um so I don't know. What are you guys thinking?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I'm sure they would support us in, you know, we're the other side of the world for one. And doing it 3K or 5K or 10K at, you know, 9 o'clock at night, that's fine. But a marathon and beyond. Basically, you know, lights. Yeah, and that's but finishing going like, to not
2: have. S- Sorry, Loco? Oh, I was going to say, like, we might not even have lights. Um... Watch Get, get everyone's cars in
1: <laughs> yeah no definitely early morning anything long long distance just early morning seem to be the obviously it's the optimal time it's usually the most still the coolest yeah. all of the above so um I, I guess the the record attempt trumps um spectator interaction doesn't it like in hierarchy of importance.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. I think we'll, yeah. we'll still
0: get, um, if we can get um, Tim de- down for it, I think we can still provide sort of that live stream and, and who knows how many people we're actually allowed to have for the event yeah. anyway, um, by that point. Uh, I mean, it's looking and, and pretty look, promising
1: so far. Yeah. And people who are interested in and want to support us, they're going to support us whether it's seven in the morning or nine at night. So, um, yeah that's morning morning
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it's
3: just it, it's another variable racing 50k at night that we don't need i think yeah uh, i raced the world 50k it was what nine thirty australian time and it's just a miserable experience and yeah you chuck in the humidity um uh, it's not gonna be fun for us i think what time was it where you were um it was 6 30 in doha so so even then I, I ran just over three hours i was done at sort of quarter to 10 at night their time which would have been nearly one o'clock in the morning here which is well they raced they started at six 6 30 on a friday night because they don't sunday's their religious day so they don't have any yeah.
2: events on
0: Okay. What what have we got planned, guys? Um, going into this week, um, Johnny and Apples, are you going to catch up for another session? Or
1: well, I know, yeah, JD's back to work, so that's going to be. I'm not getting up at his time because I don't need to do so. Sorry, but um, and then I've, we just heard today that schools are going back from the second week of term, so all um, junior or so primary. So that's obviously my wife and I. So we're back. Um, So that'll change a few things. But my goal is to do Tuesday, Friday, Sunday, and use those days to spend a fair bit of time on the track. Cool. And Loco, what what have you got planned? Um,
2: This week, um, yeah, I've got a I've got a couple of good um, sessions, but um, I'm going to have a crack at a five. Okay, um, time trial. I want to try and see if I can go into fifteen minutes. Five K. Um, yeah, it's been ages since I've gone. I've only gone under fifteen minutes once, so just sort of bit of a benchmark where I'm at. Um, have a crack at a five K probably on Saturday, and then on Sunday I'll just do a long run again. Um, you know, two hours, and probably won't have as big a week as I did this week. But then from there, um, I. It's almost like a bit of a down week in a way, but um, yeah, still have a crack at a 5K and yeah, should be fun. Nice. <laughs> Watch nice. your PV down. Not as fast as you're going.
3: <laughs> you <want> to hear. <laughs> 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 it's pretty close though, isn't it? Between the three yeah. of us. Yeah. I, I think Apples is- What do you be... was 54? Oh, Apples, oh, I'm not even considering Apples. Apples is miles in front.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, great
3: chatting.
0: Right. Awesome, guys. Sleep well. See you, boys. Awesome. Enjoy
2: your Netflixing. (laughs) (laughs) See you you next (laughs) week.